Hello everyone, you are listening to an audio extract from the video entitled How Music Can Enrich Your Life. If you would like to also watch it, not just listen to it on this podcast, please search for How Music Can Enrich Your Life on YouTube. And if you're there, if you find it, please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Here you go. Take, <laughs> take one. So, hello everyone. Hello. And guitar fell hey. over. Hey. <laughs> guitar. This is advanced <laughs> music. How to keep your guitar without it smashing. Stay. Yeah, let's not breathe. Mm-hmm. Hello everyone, this is another start. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm here today with Michael from... Hello, Kataholos. Kataholos. And today we're gonna talk about how music, how music can enrich your life. Absolutely, one of the best things in life. Well, I think the first thing is just how important it is. Well, you tell us about how, how important music is to your life. I think my life revolves around music since I heard music first time and I discovered pop first when I was yeah. very, very young into, yeah. into rock and metal and, yeah. and any genre now. I think music music definitely shapes the way I think yeah. and, and about everything, you know, and how yeah. I feel. Definitely. So yeah. how about you? It's, it's everything to me. Like my, I'm quite lucky, both my parents are musicians. Well, my, both sides of my family are musicians. My father's Irish, mother's English, and both sides. Music is... We've got a family band. So like, yeah, this is our studio. We are in so your like, studio. We're in the so studio. Yes. This is the band. This is the band. Right? Yeah, but like, it's so important because for us, we've music has accompanied us through life. So we've literally played at weddings, happy times, wow. funerals, sad times, birthdays, you know, pay gigs, free gigs, charity gigs. So it has literally soundtracked my life. And I can think of all the different emotions of life and put music to it, like in times. Yeah. To, like, so you hear the song, you're like, man, I remember oh, that yeah. song. And, so, Me too. I should say that uh, I remember. I remember very often when I, when I heard something for the first time, something I liked and mm, I still like. Mm. And even now, like I say, twenty years. It brings you back. So I remember the smells, like the room, yeah, the room I was in when yeah. I heard it first time, or, or it's crazy, isn't it? The, the weather, or kind of you know, almost the t- you can almost taste it. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, it's amazing, and it can take you back in time. It can take you, like literally. We were just saying before, um, a friend of mine was just playing the, the piano. Totally self-taught, and he made the hair stand up on the back of my arms. Wow! Just because the song he was playing reminded me of a time. It was like totally involuntary. I was like, "What?" Well, that's, that's, that's what you're thinking about. As well, we should talk about is that uh, music making you emotional yeah. or anyone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm definitely a I'm over emotional person, and the music definitely triggers triggers, it. triggers these little things. Um, yeah. The one example um, it was a few months ago. Uh, I was driving, and um, uh, Jeremy by Pearl Jam came oh, yeah. on. And uh, I had to pull over. It was just so emotional that the meaning of the song and the, the song, which I haven't heard like probably for 10 years plus, yeah. and just kind of just the emotions and just came in, just hearing the, the sound and the voice and yeah. the words, obviously. It's, it's, yeah. it's when it like resonates with you. So I've like, I've spoken to people like this and like, it's like, you can say things in music you can't say with words. No. You can play a riff right, or right. you can hear something and it's like, it's talking It's almost like you. a, forget the lyrics, but kind of you know, the, the sound, you know, of yeah. someone's voice or, or the instrument playing. Yeah. It's kind of triggers the emotions which which the words can't. Yeah, it's yeah, a, exactly. It's a different, so, yeah. different emotion. So you can listen level, to music yeah. in different languages, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You pick up on the vibe of the song. It is. It's true, it's absolutely true with that. And, and people think, oh, it's just for sad things, but no, it can make you happy, it can yeah. make you excited. Like the music you listen to in the morning could like dictate your mood for like the whole day. 
I know that because I've tried, you know. It's like now it's time some dance and heavy metal or pop or whatever. It's true. And sometimes you have to kind of say, no, actually, I don't want to listen to that. It's a danger you put something on, you're like, yeah. oh, it's oh, fine. fine. It's kind of <laughs> so what about when you wake up with a song in your head? Oh. oh. Does that happen to you? Though? Yeah, it does. In fact, I've had R.E.M. shiny, happy people in my <laughs> I don't know why. Shiny. Good tune, and remember at the time going, are they taking the mic because they're quite it could, uh, it could be worse. emotional? But I know, yeah, it could be a lot worse, but it's a really good tune, <laughs> yeah. so like, I don't mind a and you put it on, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I get it quite often. I wake up with a, with a song in, in my head, just one go away, just keeps, just, 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 yeah. just keeps coming in your, you know, in your head. I have to actually play it just to get it out Does of my get rid system. Of it? Again, Is that like, yeah. oh. It's easier sometimes, sometimes just, just links like the munchies, like, music yeah. munchies. Yeah. I just need to listen to that song, I don't know why, I haven't heard it in 10 years, but wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm English, you're Polish, yeah. um, and we talk about how music unifies people. Because I went to Poland yes. last year, and you were saying about before you even spoke English, you were listening to like Metallica music, and you, it's not even about the lyrics; it's yeah. the feel of the song. It is, yeah, absolutely. And that's so true. Like, because I can listen to songs, I don't even know what clue what they're talking about, but you feel the vibe of the music, and it brings people together. And I was thinking about this: like, if you doubted that, right? Imagine at a music concert, turn the music off. Oh, yeah. Everyone would suddenly just be a crowd of strangers going like, what are we all doing together? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't yeah. even think it's about the that. Sound, yeah. The sound. I wouldn't say I'm I'm actively looking for something new. You know, kind of, yeah, we all kind of follow what we like, you know, yeah, the genres yeah. and, uh, and we're trying to, you know, to feed our need for what we like. Yeah. But um, obviously, you know, uh, uh, Chard, you know, probably not a good example of Chard because it's kind of so deluded, you know, the, Diluted, you know, with a, yeah. with a, pretty much, you know, the mainstream shit, which is yeah, already yeah. this is only very good music. Yeah. Some of it is obviously yeah. Ed Sheeran, you know, you can't yeah. can't fold the, the guys. Talent, you know, the talent, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you know, finding something new, you know, how do you find the new music? You know, how do you find the new music? That's a really good question. I think like I've got like so I love heavy music, so like you know, Krang magazine. Yeah, I love Krang magazine. If they recommended somebody, okay. I'd, I'd listen to it. So we got a good review, and it's a trusted. So like. But then sometimes you can just, I'll give you an example, I totally came across this by accident, a band called, um, oh, what, are they, what are they called, Night Verses, and they're like this you know, heavy metal band, but they did an album without the singer, so they're now an instrumental band, I thought I'll give it a listen, because their stuff was quite good, but without the singer it's amazing, and yeah. I, I must have listened to that album about 70 times. So that's total fluke. And that's yeah. sometimes the best one. It's like a little secret. You're like, well, I'll have this band. <laughs> that's it. why it's so important to just be open-minded. Because if you just go like, I've got my thing and I'll never change. Well, what do you do if you don't like that? So yeah. you know, imagine you're like, oh, I'm really into dance music and you get bored of dance music. Are you just going to stop listening to music? Or yeah. try something know. different? Where do, you, where do you go? I've had people go, they say to me, I swear, I swear to God, people have said to me, I love every type of music. And they go, great, do you like reggae? And they go, well, no. I've never heard do of you that. like dance music? <laughs> no. Do you like classical? No. I'm like, well, you don't like every type of music. Then. Don't say yeah. you do if you don't. Just be honest. Like, I don't mind. But like, they do this, I love everything. Do you like this? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's kind of weird. Because I, I, I would say, if someone asks me, you know, what you like, you know, I say, yeah, yeah metal is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, but I know it's. I, I definitely would say I, I like all this stuff, you know, and I do, you know. I, mm. But in, it's in a different way. It's not like you know. I'm going. I'm gonna go and search for it. I'm gonna go and buy it. Yeah. But kind of yeah, it's those songs. I, I'm gonna throw one out. Toto, Africa. Gotta take a life to take me away from you. 
yeah. yeah, yeah. a song which can just kind of, once you hear it, yeah. and then you just, you know, it just stays with you forever. If you like metal, dance, or, or whatever, you yeah. know, you, you can't ignore that amazing piece of music. Yeah. I think, no, you've touched on something important. I think the danger is we can have like a closed feedback loop. You know what you like, you stick to it, and you just absorb all that through, you know, what you watch on the internet, what you buy, as opposed to, like I say, just going, I just like that song, and I'll just do that, and just don't kind of be too kind of bothered about it just yeah. like what you like it doesn't really matter no, no, it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't really yeah, doesn't matter so i think the spotify obviously and social media you kind of you it's easy to fall into your yeah your little, your, niche. Your little niche yeah, yeah. so you like Absolutely. this and you're gonna stay with that you're yeah. not gonna look into reggae yeah and Why the best and the best musicians actually did the opposite of that so like the ones we like say from heavy metal they were all listening to jazz yeah. and rock and blues and from that came something new so unless you kind of listen to new stuff and try new stuff so even play jazz. Yeah, Alex Corning Testament. It's a shout out. <laughs> if he's watching, we're gonna tag him. In. <laughs> you never know. Like the attitude of, of metal, um, and also the attitude of jazz. Like, do you see any any parallels between the two genres? You're a heavy. You're a metalhead. I'm a metalhead. And we saying like, if you listen to heavy music, it either makes you bang your head, or it doesn't. Really. You know, there's yeah. not any kind of in between. I, you know, like, I, I, I think there is because uh, you know you're almost saying like you know it's like a like You know, you like you love it or you hate yeah. it. But I think it's it's so broad the metal music as a, as a genre, yeah, rock, yeah, yeah. rock metal. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of people who who would swear they would never play listen to metal. Yeah. And they you know or you play that. Oh, but they yeah, like it. Oh, yeah, I, I like, like that one. Yeah. Nothing else matters but Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not metal. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in a genre, so it's kind yeah. of. But a, we talked about all about this before, about a genre crisscrossing. Yes. So kind of uh, talking about a metal and rock, you know, and mm -hmm. the bands which are kind of been labeled with that, but they're actually not that at all. No. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Or Fate No More. Deftones, they were never new metal. Deftones, yeah. But they were just a metal group. They're they they get lumped in at the time, yeah. And then the ones like, but then you've got somebody like Papa Roach, who were blatantly new metal, but yeah. they've lasted for 25 years. They're still so going, yeah. Fair play to them. So I think it's like, like you say, you get these labels put on. I remember Linkin Park for some reason. I just didn't like Linkin Park, maybe because they're really popular. I don't know. But I actually grew to really like them. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? How even like things you like over time change. Yeah. And they deepen, and it's it's fast. It's like a relationship that like lasts your whole life. If that makes sense. Yeah, so like absolutely. you know, so for us now, for decades onwards now, we'll always be into music. So we're developing change. Like, I haven't got a clue what I'm going to listen to in like next year or in ten I mean, years. Yeah. But it's exciting, isn't it? Because there's always new. That's the thing. I think talent level. And I think there's something we we talk about. You know, obviously, we're musicians, and when you can play a song that you like or a band that you like, your love for them just deepens, and you, yeah. and you take it in in a different way. Because I think sometimes listening to music can be quite passive. You're just listening to it, like you're watching something. But then when you can play it and engage with it in that way, it's like cooking your own favorite meal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like you, yeah, understanding you, it more. You, yeah. you appreciate it I'm, so I'm much more. I'm definitely that way because uh, because uh, you got a squeaky chair, haven't you? <laughs> I got the non-squeaky chair. Yeah, I got chair, the chair so. uh, no, for me, for me, it's very much always been. I'm a bit OCD. This moment when you break it apart breaking into chords okay. you know, oh, that's how you play that's how you play yeah it. also so it's a big song you break it down you kind of almost when you start yeah, playing yeah, it it yeah. kind of becomes yours a little bit you're, 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 yeah no i know what you mean. So the song becomes part of you a little bit yeah no, I know exactly. you, you connect yourself yeah. to that bit of a music you know you, yeah. you like yeah no i know i i learned uh primus was it tommy the cat really hard difficult but on the bass and i'm 
what's the hardest song or most amazing song the bass could learn? And you think, like, this is a massive thing, but then you go, just this riff, break it down into these little yeah. bits and piece it together. And yeah, then but then it becomes, becomes yours. Yeah, because you can it, have, you, you, it you resonates almost, with you. You can almost claim that part of it is yours. Because you go, I can play that. Yeah, you can play yeah. it. Yeah. And I think what I want to talk about is uh, the Easter eggs. Yes. Yeah, so when you, <laughs> not maybe not, not artists or bands copying, you know, but I kind of, uh, you can, Bluntly know they've been influenced by something they liked, yeah, and yeah, it's in, yeah. the, in their music. And uh, yeah, yeah. one I discovered uh, randomly by accident, uh, I started collecting vinyl recently, yeah. and uh, I've never been ever been a fan of David Bowie. Mm. Kind of, I, obviously, I was I was of I was not, I knew who David Bowie yeah, was. And, uh, him, I respected him, but I never I, would, I never actually listened to anything of his. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of someone introduced me to this. He's also like the guitarist, obviously, and uh, and uh, I bought a Honky Dory album. Uh, I think 70, 71, I think it came out. Yeah. But I kind of, I'm playing it, I'm loving it, this kind of old vibe he had, a very arty, kind of, and very musically, you know, created whole, whole music. And I'm listening to it, and there's a song in there called Andy Warhol, and it's kind of acoustic riff. I'm listening to that would be awesome metal riff. Kind of, that sounds just like my, yeah. I, I, I pick a guitar, I walk it out, and just see what, I'm, I kind of walked it out with this distortion, I know this riff, this is the riff I know, and obviously, Metallica Master Puppets is there. It's not exactly the same, but it's almost the same. It's true. I know one of those, I was listening to Metallica again, uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls, it's like dum 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 And I'm like, there's a bit in Money by Pink Floyd that dum 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 yeah. And because I play it again, and I only figured out because I played it. Exactly the same riff. But yeah. is, it, is, it, is it wrong though? You know, because uh, a lot of people will say, oh, it's copy, it's copy, copy. Well, I think it's, it's almost like a homage to someone, something they, 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 yeah. they've been influenced. I think, like, I think you can do it two ways. Like, at the end of the day, there's only 12 notes. Obviously, you know, yeah. so they've got so much choice. <laughs> rap music or yeah. hip hop music when you actually bluntly, you know, sample the yeah. different song in a song. Well, I think sampling's yeah. one thing, and like hip hop can do it really well. Um, but I think what's only the last 10 years I've noticed is like they'll take like the bones of a song and strip yeah. it and then just lay something else over the top so it's like not quite a cover not quite um, a sample I? and I don't like that it's like taking 70% of it adding their own little bit on top of it and taking credit for it I don't, yeah. I don't well, like they do that it, but it, some of them do it very well I'm, yeah I'm it's like anything you can do it well what was the Godzilla, Godzilla movie soundtrack uh, was it P Diddy you said to trust you you never heard me now I'm disgusted to stay adjusted yeah, when he did well, it for yeah, Cashmere. Yeah, like Cashmere that's yeah. yeah that so was, that's a good example. That a good one. Yeah, but I think personally, like the majority of people doing it now, maybe 10, 20% do it well. Honestly, yeah. some of my listeners are like, you think that's not, like, again, just personal opinion doesn't it's really copy though. Yeah, yeah not, I think that's not, that's not what we're talking about. I think more what we're talking about is that yeah. being influenced and, uh, and. But I think that's a good thing. You bring your own version yeah, of influence it. Influence is good because yeah. it's like, um, someone once told me that the definition of culture is just copying people. And like I love Rush, and like I know the so many bands from like the Foo Fighters to Megadeth, they're all influenced by Rush. They love Rush, yeah. But they don't sound like Rush. But yeah. they're like, oh, we love Rush and Neil Peart and all this. So 
I think your influences and your, and all that is really really good because yes. nobody's a blank slate. No, I've heard actually somewhere in an interview they must end up making a talking yeah. about it from being influenced by Cat Stevens. And yeah. I love Cat Stevens because yeah. of songwriting, you exactly. know. But anyhow, you know, it's kind of yeah. it just, there's nothing new they can invent anymore. No. So it's it's just trying to invent a new way to yeah. to bring the same stuff again. And there's always ways yeah. of doing that. So it's like it's really hard to write a simple song. It's really hard, I found, to write a happy song yeah. or a catchy riff. You know, the, you think, oh, it's dead easy, and it's actually not. Yeah, it's hard, so yeah. you're right. So it's like it, almost in a way, it's easy to do like a technical six-minute solo. Yeah, it's a lot harder to write a three-minute love song. Yeah, but nobody cares like though. That's the exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I remember listening to Joe Satriani, but his Surfing with the Alien album, yeah, and then right. listening to the soul Classic. in his playing, yeah. and it's like his guitar is like a talking person. thinking difference going right they're good they can shred but this guy's like saying something with his guitar and that really influenced my play I've never, never been a fan of Satriani though never, that album yeah. kind of probably is on that my album exactly that's what I'm saying kind of be, even yeah, if you don't like his stuff that yeah. album it's like anything good pop music or whatever you go can't fault that yeah. that's brilliant yeah. instruments instruments yes what and why come on you've been, you've been wanting to whip out this guitar it's, it's my, it's my look favorite. at this one of your favorites <laughs> yeah it's okay this is a Beautiful. this is my favorite guitar at the moment Oop. It's it wants to be played. <laughs> it wants to be played. Uh, this is custom made Chipson. So this has been ordered and in a factory in China and made on, on order. It's a sported maple top with a triple binding. It's not Gibson. It weighs like Gibson. It's got no logo on, on the headstock. It's not Gibson. It's not Gibson. It is what it is. It's a Gibson shaped guitar and it's been made to, made to order. But it was very cheap. And uh, he plays great. It's just kind of, it just fits me. How about you? What me. do you play? Yes. Well, I'm a bassist primarily, so this is my favourite instrument. This is my Fender Squire jazz bass. So again, I'm massively influenced by Rush, and Geddy yes. Lee plays Fender, so I was like, all right. That's a nice broken string there. Yeah. So I snapped <laughs> this string. Snapped that string last weekend. It's all the bends you were doing on it. It was. We were playing Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin in my <laughs> band, and we snapped it. And I've never snapped a string in 15 years. And I snapped it. And then I said, "What do we do now?" And we had to do like an encore on the A string. So I think uh, you had to snap E string on a guitar. Never mind on bass. I know. It's like you, I really had to go for it. Um, but I love this well, because, again, even like we play a lot of rock music. But funnily enough, being a being a jazz bass, it just feels a lot smoother. It's just yeah. there's just something about it. Um, I'm left-handed. So what that means when you're left-handed is you've got less choice. So you've either got something quite cheap or something pretty expensive. So this one was obviously a bit more expensive, but it's lasted me at least 11 years. Looks solid. Bases oh, always look got that solid feel to it. I love the I love the finish on it, the clear wood on it, and even the fact it's beige along there. You know, the necks yeah. are usually black. I love the fact it's beige. Um, like I say, I've never had to snap a string until, until now. E-string. Yeah, and it's just got like... I'd actually be proud of snapping E-string on bass. It was. It must be some kind she of like, small CV. club. Yeah. Broke E-string on bass. There was, there was that little bit of me that went, oh no. And I went, oh yeah. Power. <laughs> they went, oh no. No, wait, what am I going to do? But yeah, so this is my favourite one. Uh, Fenders. I've always gone with Fenders. Just love them. I do eventually want to get into um, stringless. Not stringless. 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 <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be a good one. Fretless. Fretless because yeah. when I start to do like Primus and finger tapping and yes. stuff like that, I'm interested into like the actual sound it can make when you got no frets because apparently it's totally different. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stringless guitar. You need to fire it. Can you get fretless guitars? I never even thought of that. I think. Can I you think get fretless? I think guitars? I've seen something. I'm gonna find it. We'll find a fretless guitar. <laughs> the 
There is one. Is it? It's air guitar. Oh, it's don't swingless. start. Don't start air guitar. I had this conversation with somebody, and actually, they didn't know what air guitar was because really? I was teaching them the guitar, and they were like, oh, and I said, look. You're learning guitar, that's a proper instrument, watch this. And I showed them the National Air Guitar Championship. <laughs> and I said the amount of practice they put into that routine, yeah. you could just may as well just put a guitar in their yeah, lap. I'd, I'd and so like, you may as well get your money's worth. Because these people really go for yeah, it. I, and I was like, I appreciate your level of effort, but just hold something. I'm left-handed, so they'll, if I'm at a house or something, they'll say, oh, go on then, give us a song. They hand me the guitar and they go, no, I can't play it. And they go, ah, you're lying. I'm like, no, it's, it's the wrong way round. So that's yeah. why I've been learning piano because piano is just standard. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're left-handed. I mean, I can play upside down, but it's really it limited. Isn't, isn't that because you've got a bass note and a, and a higher note? Isn't that like, you know, no, you... it's it's just standard and like, you can actually apparently get left-handed pianos, but I'm not going there. It's like, why would you? I can, I can play a piano with, with one finger sometimes. Yeah. It's hard, man, seriously. <laughs> they say a... guitarists can't play drums and the other way around. Yeah. A guitarist now going to the piano, it's really difficult. Oof. I don't mind admitting I'm fine. I, I, really I can't play drums or, you know, yeah. so. It's because it's totally different. You can't bend notes. Or, but I actually like it, and funnily enough, you're saying about emotions and types of music and things. I go to the piano and I play completely different music to what I play on guitar. Uh, so I play so songs, okay. sad things, li little like instrumental things. When I play on bass, I play different stuff to guitar. So like you, you get different bits from it. But is it because like, you learned how it works differently? That's the knowledge be, about the instrument yeah, is different. Maybe. I don't or, know. or the sound. It's, the sound as well, it's just, it's totally different. It's like, mm. it's as literally as different as like different countries, different foods. Oh. So you might think, oh, piano is just all music. No, it's cool, you know, it's like, it's something really new. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm like primary school level. Always, I'm not very always, good. I always admire people who can play multiple instruments. Yeah, yeah, dad, well, yeah. Dad plays, in dad plays like five. Yeah. I started out as a guitarist. I still play guitar all the time, but I primarily am a bassist. Yeah. I can play drums. But yeah, it's just that ability to just, it's like we said before, music's such this vast thing. And the more you can do, the more you can access it and take part in it. Well, being in a band is like the best thing. Like I was telling you about this. It's like, it's not it's not how good you are. Cause like nobody cares. You know, like, on YouTube, like, look at me, I'm great in my guitar, I'm guitar in my bedroom, my boxer shorts. But it's like, if you actually get a real band together, a bunch of people yeah. together, like you'll mess up and you've got to move equipment and you'll fall out. And I remember being like 15 and just like, we used to cover corn and like play just the intro to blind 30 seconds and jump off this thing and scream. And like, we weren't very good, but then we got better. and. It's so much fun, honestly. It is. It's so much it's fun. Sharing, being it's sharing that, that common, the common love to, yeah. you know, in, in, you know, with something or someone yeah. else. Yeah, absolutely. You get such a good vibe to it, and then like you think back to it, you think of how much you learn as well, and then like how much you appreciate the music. You know, where's you know, where's who's the the new generation? You know, not the players, but the listeners to that yeah. music. You know, yeah. where they're coming from because. Most kids, you know, will have a social media to entertain them, and uh, you know, the Xboxes and Playstations. Yeah. You know, why do they need to, you know, to go out? Yeah, or, it's or, hard. Or pick, or pick, it's difficult. Or, or pick the rest yeah, of the instrument. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. Like I, I teach guitar still, and like I remember showing this like 11-year-old kid how to play Metallica, one by Metallica, and he's like, I can't do this. I'm like, you can. It's just going to take more than a week, yeah. and it took him four or five weeks, but now he can play it. And I didn't start till I was 16, and he's so chuffed. He's so proud of himself because yeah. we play like Spirit of Radio by Rush as well. It's like double double pull-offs on that. That's hard. Yeah. And he can play it. And then now I can see his little face. He's he's so chuffed. And that is completely different to me just putting on the music. Yeah, he's he different. He can play it. It's experience. It's, mass, it? it's his own personal he's, experience. He's part of experience, not yeah. just the listening is a one. But it's, being, it's not passive. Not passive, yeah. It's, it's not entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's a, a lot act more active. active yeah, yeah. Active. and I think that's really important. That doesn't matter what you're doing. It's like, sometimes you just want to listen, fine. Yeah, how, you do, get how, involved, do, you know, you know? how do you push, you know, young generation, you know, kids today 
to pick the instrument. You know, you know who's you know, who was, was the was the trigger to for someone to to pick an instrument. Well, know? I think I actually learned this when I was at school. My first instrument was saxophone, oh. <laughs> or recorded <laughs> a saxophone. But it's true. We had these people come to school and they did a demonstration, and I was like, I want to do that. So, and I got taught two things when it comes to music. You need to want to play it, and you need the instrument. Because a lot of people want to play it, but they can't afford the instruments, yeah. so they can't play. Or a lot of people, somebody buys them a guitar, but they don't want to play or whatever, so yeah. they don't. So you've got to want or to. Or try it, it's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. So you've got to want to, and you've got to have the instrument. Yeah. Uh, so if you've got both, you'd be great. And if you've only got one, you're not going to it, and a yeah. lot of people fall down with that. You know, schools help with that now. <coughs> they do, they have, they have, like yeah. Music, you know, and they do, but so. it's get, again, it gets squeezed because yeah. it's not considered essential. So it was an hour lesson, is it? Well, it's so not that sometimes. So it's, it's, it's hard to get actually get involved Yeah, some schools, actively in yeah, history, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like PE, music, things yeah. like that, they get squeezed because some schools value it and they do a really good job and they have people come in and you might learn like the drums for a year or so, it's great. Yeah. Other schools, not so much. So I've got, you know, we've only got so much time in a week. Um, I used to be a teacher, if anybody wonders why you talk about school. Um, I used to have so much time in a week and we haven't got time for this, so we, won't, we just won't do it. Yeah. And you've got kids in that, that class or in that school who could be exceptional musicians. Yeah. But again, like I've just said, if they, they might love it, if they're not access to it, it's not going to happen. And that's really sad, actually. Yeah. In a world where the internet is just gives you, you know, all these things, you're not getting something that could be yeah, really just, good. I think you say, it's, it's, you know, even if you got that little, little trigger you know, to, to yeah. start, how do you know? Yeah, so I'm like, seeing live music, seeing people actually yeah, playing I think instruments, play, playing, doing it live. I think it's it me definitely yeah. seeing people playing. You know, it's just the thing that people who actually have have, have fun doing it. Yeah. It's oh not, yeah, yeah. Think the thing is, it's like anything. If it's over available, it's undervalued. So well, you were saying before, the internet gives you all this music, so you don't know what to choose. Yeah. It's the same with this. It's like you can play any instrument. All right. So I don't know where to start. And then and then people just like don't bother. Yeah. They go, oh, I'd love oh, to play. Team, you, I've tried know. when I was when I was teenager. I've tried a guitar, but I had no. No guidance. I didn't know anyone who played. I had someone had a guitar, but yeah, yeah. I tried to tune it by ear. That never happened. No one told me how to do it. That's brave. Um, trying to tune your own guitar. <laughs> it just never happened. It never happened. Yeah. So it's. I think that's going to be the same. The same now. Let's know someone. Yeah. You know, or 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 you are inspired. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. enough to, to you know to try it harder. What? Yeah. It's not something you just pick up like a you know, Xbox and you learn yeah. in, in an hour. Yeah. You know, to be good. But at that's it. the best thing about it. Like it's, the only thing, the only comparison I can make to it. It sounds really silly. It's golf, right? Most sports, you have a sh short shelf life. If you're a professional footballer, you might get 15 years, 10 years. Golf, you could pick it up in your 40s and play it for 30 years. Right. Music's the same. Yeah. You could be people watching this now in their 60s. And they can nobody's, play. Nobody's watching music. You never know. And they could be <laughs> playing when they're 17, 80. Because my yeah. brother's a drum teacher and he started a guy when he was 72. He started. He's 83 now. He started drums wow. at 72. Wow. And this is what I'm saying. Like we're, you know, we're. That's because you can't hear it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm great. You know, but it's it's like just saying to people like just relax. Like you got plenty of time. Yeah. It's like this might take me five years. Yeah, but you're gonna be five years older anyway. Yeah. Maybe well, be five years older and play guitar. Well, I think I was in my right twenties last night. Late sixteen. Yeah. Maybe thirty. But no, I'm not late. I tell all my students. Late, late twenties. I tell my students you're ahead of me. You know, for like eleven, I'll just say I don't even started for five years. Yeah. They go, you're you're better than me. I say, yeah, but you're five years ahead of me. And they go, oh. We need to talk about favorite bands. Though. Favorite okay, bands, yeah, favorite definitely. songs. Come on, favorite bands and songs. Uh, favorite bands, I think. Megadeth. I knew you were gonna say yeah, that. Megadeth. I knew you were gonna Megadeth. say that. Megadeth is definitely there on top of the list. Oh, There's all the ones, obviously. Metallica yeah, is there, you know, but yeah. Megadeth always kind of inspired me more than just uh, the music and the songs. You yeah, know, yeah. the whole the whole movement around Megadeth and uh, the personality that the Megadeth, the Megadeth, they, they must stay in who everyone hates. 
you know, it's, it's that the whole thing. You know, I love always yeah. love the underdog, and uh, yeah, yeah. and obviously they're not huge now, and everyone knows Megadeth. You know, everyone who knows anything about metal knows Megadeth. But uh, you know, when I started listening to Megadeth in the 80s, they were underdog. They yeah. were nobody. They were oh, yeah. medium medium sized band. Yeah, you know, they, they were playing small of, venues. Like the big four, but they weren't like the biggest. Oh, ones. they were. They were you know, they weren't the biggest, and yeah, yeah. they play small venues. Yeah, you know, end of 80s still. Yeah, yeah, ish. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know, I stand up all this time. So, oh, yeah. wow. it's, but it's it's a it's, uh, it's definitely for that for that reasons because it was an underdog and it was kind of the hated band, yeah. not not the yeah, mainstream yeah, one. Yeah. And, uh, and the kind of obviously lyrics, the music, the, the guitar style. playing. You know, the musicians came went around band over the years. Uh, all that, all that's incredible. Uh, favorite song? Yeah. Favorite song? Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> well, just, you were saying to me, it depends. It, it, it changes. It, it, it be changes. Next year. It could be. I think that's good though. I think it's good. Just kind of, you can't get stuck, you know, or yeah. something. You know, it's, yeah. music is definitely. You talked about it before. It's very evolving. Yeah. Your love, your your, your relationship with music is very evolving. Yes. Throughout your life, you yeah. know, it definitely. doesn't doesn't change particularly, no. but uh, your your maybe little nuances in music change. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you play music, you know, it might affect you differently. You know, how you, how you understand music, how you hear music, you know, yeah. and definitely. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite band at that time? You've taken Megadeth, haven't you? So I can't have them. I say Rush. <laughs> Rush, no, oh, okay. it's, it's Rush just because uh, as a bassist. Well, it's just as a bassist, Geddy Lee. You're an absolute legend, Geddy Lee. Um, not that if you're watching this, you never know. But Fender Squires. Um, no, it's Rush to me, like Megadeth. They do their own thing. They always have. In the last 10 years or so, they've become kind of, because you know they've always been like this geeky band, and then suddenly all the geeks inherit the earth and Rush are yeah. cool. But I, I just respect the musicianship, I respect the fact they've done their own thing always. They've never been told what to do, they don't care if anybody likes them. They're so good for their fans. What's up in there? Some magic going on, some witchcraft. There's a, there's a helper fell over. <laughs> you will never say, but we'll leave him on the floor. You'll be, fi you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's a cut -off. Just lie down there, stay there. <laughs> but yeah, no, they. Uh, Shut up. They put out something like 28 albums, and I've seen them three times, and they're just absolutely exceptional. They inspire me, you know. Yeah. I can listen to Rush and just be. Which totally album would you recommend? Depends what you want. So like early Rush 70s, it's like Led Zeppelin style, really guitar based. Yeah. You know. Which which theories. album hasn't got a 12 minute songs? Hasn't. Well, yeah. start with. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, what I, I, moving I, Pictures. Moving Pictures. Moving Pictures. I'm gonna definitely pictures. check. You should check that as well. This yeah. one. Moving Pictures definitely. by Rush went to number one in America. The massive in Canada. It's just in England. They're still pretty cool. Um, but moving pictures was when they really sharpened down their sound, got a bit poppy, they nailed it, and then they went kind of heavy metal in the 90s, which I love, and they're just always evolving. And there's almost like a rush album for every person. Wow. And they're just absolutely, if you want to see a band, see, you sold right. it to me. I'm yeah. going to definitely check it out more. Well, they, I, I, I yeah. know of the band, and yeah. I've heard it, I'm sorry, I heard that song before, yeah. but I've heard bits, but I've never been, never been introduced to it properly. If you had to sum up Rush, it's they're authentic. Same with Megadeth, they're authentic, they don't yeah. fake it like they are themselves, yeah. I really respect that, so it's got to be Rush, and I can't pick a favourite song because they're, they're just insane. Maybe Tommy the Cat, Tommy the Cat okay. by Primus, oh, just because yeah. it's got a bass solo in yes. it, it's a good bass solo. Yeah. You know? that's, a, that's a bonkers band. <laughs> it's wicked. <That's>, yeah. <laughs> are they still going? Yeah. Are they still going? Yeah. yeah, well Les Claypool's still going, he's got about 700 bands. Um, but no, I think they are still going. Um, I saw them live, oh, they were just... As a bassist to watch him, I was just beyond inspired. It was almost like watching an animal in the wild. I was just like, because <laughs> it's just another level. You're yeah. just watching something that's just so advanced. That's, that's another one of those bands Mad. which we labeled, you know, into into being pushed into the box of categories because of they used yeah, to be yeah. playing on MTV, Headbangers Ball. You know, yeah, they used to always yeah. been kind of put into metal. Yeah. But they lost. So there's just so no metal. They are the only band on uh, Apple Music that have their own category. Really? What is if it? You, if you type in search bar Primus, they're Primus. 
Primus, <laughs> are you serious? You've got electric, dance, <laughs> reggae, and Primus. That's what seriously. I don't know if it still stands, but at one point they had their own category. Because who did Primus sound like? Nobody. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. It's just, yeah. it's just you know, they don't, you can't put them in a category. No, you oh. I wouldn't try. Wow. <laughs> what, what, what's your first gig? My first gig. What did you? What? what? Which band have you seen? Anyway, how the old? Be, the, the, well, when I was first started going to gigs, the best ones were I went to see Anthrax, <sighs> thrash metal band. I was only 16, 17. Went to see them twice. The first time was amazing. The second time, the singer John Bush climbs up the speaker stack, goes, do you want me to? He said, yes. He somersaults off the stack, wow. maybe 20 feet, lands in the crowd. The whole crowd goes, <laughs> go to grab his boot. I've got his boot, I've got his boot. <laughs> and I remember going back to college the next day and still my ears were going, and I couldn't hear. And I was so buzzing that everybody else seemed really slow, really quiet, and really depressed. Seriously, the music was that powerful. I was just like, what's wrong with you all? Why, you know, what's going on? You're right. And everyone was like, why are you shouting? Why are you shouting? I was like, I'm not, oh, sorry. My first gig uh, was Megadeth, of course, in, uh, in the 90s, well, early 90s. Uh, only because I was, I was in my early 20s at the time. And uh, in Poland, when I grew up, you know, when I was a teenager, it was always this kind of a, probably myth, not knowing how the community, metal community especially, you know, works. But uh, it was always made, oh, if you go, you're gonna get beaten up, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You know, it's, you can't go on your own. It's just that there's no nasty people going to metal gigs, you know, so kind of, yeah, really? I never managed to go to one in right. Poland, although it probably was a mistake. Yeah, no, yeah. but uh, my first gig was in UK. I came to UK, uh, and there was a '95 Megadeth. It was a uh, Manchester Apollo, wow. and uh, Euthanasia time. Wow. And uh, I remember I loved the album so much. At the time, I had it first, and I've seen it there. And I, and I remember I wish the time just slowed down just a bit. I could just experience this, absorb it, you know, a bit, a bit longer. Uh, just this, just everything. Corrosion of Conformity was supporting as well. That's some heavy music. <laughs> Cracky. So it's, yeah, it was. Uh, I still got a t-shirt. Nice. I don't fit in it anymore, but I still, I still got it. <laughs> you just reminded yeah. me of something really amazing that gig I went to. My Chemical Romance at the height of emo, right? But the reason it was so good. Proper emo. I did. Uh, I stayed, not stage, I crowd surfed. <laughs> I never crowd surfed, but I did. But then we went out on a night out in Manchester, a place called Satan's Hollow. It's like a rock yes. hangout. Yeah. So a night out is good, but a night out after a gig, you're on a high. It was just, yeah. and I'd never done that. Usually, you go to the gig, you go home, went to the gig, went out, and it was just like, just a natural high of just like, music's great, life, you know, with your friends, life is amazing. And I just remember yes. that it was a really. Well, that's what music vibe. does to you. It does, hundred percent. Uh, it's not just that experience when you listen to it, but it's the emotional, the the feeling you get from it. You it creates know? Especially real. if you absorb, if you absorb it, you know, yeah. a, bit, a bit more than just putting your Spotify playlist. You feel you know? it in your body. You feel it in your body. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Especially with the metal gig, you definitely feel it in your body. Yeah. <laughs> We go to the time where the metal metal icons are too old to headbang. Yeah, they're dying out. Tragic. Bad times. Bad times. <laughs> Peace. So this is it. Thank you very much for listening. Please find me on YouTube. It's Path as a Z channel. And when you're there, don't forget to subscribe. That's it. Thank you very much. Bye for now.